Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening. This is your host, Annette. And Mahal, bringing Jesus to your households. Or wherever you are. Before we start, let us all come to Jesus. And let us bow down our heads and close our eyes. Our Heavenly Father in Heaven, Lord, we pray that you bless the conversation that me and Annette are going to be having Lord, may our listeners remember that these are not just our words, but these are the messages that you want us to share to the people that are listening. And may we remember to celebrate love not only one day during the year, one month a year, but to celebrate love every day. As we remember and as we share our love to the people that are closest to us, from our spouse, to our parents, to our kids, to our friends, everybody we love. Lord, I pray that we also always remember to say thank you, dear Jesus. Thank you for the love you gave us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving us the best gift, not only on Valentine's, but every day. Thank you, Lord, for the love that you keep giving us. Whether we deserve it or not, you love us. You love us unconditional, dear Lord. And may we remember that you gave us the greatest gift, and that is by you dying in the cross for our sin. Thank you, Lord, and bless the conversation that we have, and bless the people that are listening. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Annette, so we know that this is Valentine's Day because it's the month of of love so i know we talk a little bit about it before but maybe we could talk a little bit about it now how about you annette when you met your husband what makes him different from the rest of the other guys that you fell in love with what makes him different and how did you know that he is the one the one for you anyway that would be hard because when I met my husband, I never think about of like getting really serious, you know, like uh, he will be my partner forever. I, I never think about that. But in the other side, a T story, my husband's story, he knows that I'm the one. So he told me this story one day. He attended a, a friend wedding. And then while the bride is coming in on the aisle, walking on the aisle, he saw my face. He saw me. And when he looked on the guy, he saw his face. So like it's him and me are getting married on that time. And I just tell him, now I know that you are the one because I saw you already on my on, on that moment. They just telling me that I saw your face on that bride. I know that you're the one. It's so funny story, but well, I said, Okay, and that's how like we become because you know, as Filipinas, you see, we are more in quiet time. We don't even say that we don't like. I like you, or you're the one. You know, we just wait for a man to propose to say things for us, and I think that's a good thing. That's it. That's that's how we met. That's how we became. And until now, right? So it's a good thing. One of us know that, you know, we we will become the forever. 
And how about you, Mahal? Did you ever like think about when you met your husband and you can tell to yourself that he's the one? Yes, it's it's interesting when I met my husband. I almost missed him because we're Filipina, right? So I am late when I was gonna miss him. Because uh, he, he was I was about to go in Barnes and Noble and he's leaving the parking lot because I was an hour late. But like first Corinthians says, right? Love is patient. He patiently waited for me. And I have no idea That's how right. to contact him. And no, I didn't see any sign from God that he is the one. And I don't know about him, but I did pray before I met him. Not the day that I'm meeting him, but a while back I did pray about the characteristics I want with with my future husband. And I can say that even if at that time there's no sign or anything that tells me that he is the one, I can say that in my heart, I can say that he is the man that I have been praying for when I was single. He, he got all the characteristics that I prayed for that I want in my husband and I. And I can also say that besides being a good husband, he is also a great dad to our girls. So I thank God for him every day. I'm not saying that our marriage is perfect or we don't encounter problems, but God blesses me with him and I am just thankful for it. And I also know that when it comes to the topic of love, a lot of people preached and talked about the first Corinthians 13 because, of course, that's the that's about love as a characteristics of love. However, Annette and I decided to talk about Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 to 20. And this is a really good verse, right, Annette? Because this is really a good instructions for Christian households. Because it says, Wives, submit to your husbands as fitting for those who belongs to the Lord. Husbands, love your wife and never treat them harshly. Children, obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. And fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will be discouraged. And I think that's a really good advice for all of us what can you say about that annette yes nowadays there will be like a lot of families broken families uh, some couples that you know get divorced and it's really painful to hear about it it because for us you know we know that god put them together and this is a very special word from god how to keep your household household together, especially for husband and wife, you know, especially to those that uh, doesn't have yet and a new couple. This is our advice for you that God makes you perfectly to be together. And this is our, I can say, obligation or our roles, you know, as wife, that we know how to submit ourselves to our husband, that he is the head of the family. And we also like showing to them our respect. The problem nowadays, sometimes wives argue too much to their, to their husband, right? And that's why there's a lot of misunderstanding in the household. So this thing here that the Lord is telling us, like 
Be a Christian wife. You should know how to submit yourself to your husband. And it says, as it's fitting in the Lord. And it doesn't mean that, okay, I submitted to you and I should follow everything that you said. No, because God commanded a man also, the husband also, that you must love your wives and do not be harsh on them. You know, this is a relationship that it can be forever if you know your roles as the husband and wife. And what I really love about the Word of God is it's telling us the instructions how to be a good person, how to be a good wife, how to be a good husband, how to be a good mother, a good father, for you to have a very pleasing household, right? And uh, for me, as you see, right, um, me and Mahal is like um, not referring to any other words, but we refer to the word of God because this is what he said. In order for us to have a good household, peaceful household, it's not perfect, but a happy household, wife. I suggest you, wife, I advise you, wife, to know how to submit to your husband. Don't be like pushy, harsh, bossy, or whatever, see, 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 you know what I meant? And uh, and also, of course, to the husband, right? I suggest be kind to your wife. You pick them, you know, not the wife pick you, but you see them first and you ask their love, they, you ask their hands, right? And that's a symbolize of you really like them. You really love them. So I advise you that find this love in your heart that when you meet your wife is still remaining to your heart and not only to remain, but to grow. And that is very important for the couple to have a intimate relationship like God is telling us to be a, to have an intimate relationship uh, with him too right so we know our roles and i think this will be a good thing for our house to be peaceful and um i was asking you mahal how about you how, how do you like really inter interpret this this verse or is this how this verse speak to you i really like this verse i actually like it so much that i literally Printed it out and posted it in my wall because some of the things that I love, I posted in the wall so I could see it. And so many people, I hate to say it, they are going to twist the, the verses, but they will pick a little verse and twist it and make it their own. And it is wrong. Yes, I agree. As our wives, we have to submit to our husband because they are the head of our household. So we have to ask what our husband thinks. We have to submit to them. And a good advice for all of us because it gives us wives an advice of what we should do, how we should treat our husband. And it also gave our husband an advice that you have to make sure you love your wife. You know, you're going to have a both equal role. That's why like in the in the Philippines, Annette, right? You will say like the husband is the head of the family and the wife is the heart of the family, right? Yes. Yeah, actually we call it the light of the family. Yeah. Light and yeah. the heart. <laughs> because yes. we, they, they cannot do without us, you know? Yes. And you know what? There's one phase, uh, phases that I read like, 
If you want a happy family, a happy home, happy make your life happy, right? Happy wife, happy, happy wife. home. Yes, yes. I'm sure you the husband, right? Yes, and that is why uh, communication is very important. Also, as a husband and wife, you know, as I always advise to a friend and to the to, to a person like wanted to ask an advice as a couple, you know, communication is very very important because, for example, me I cannot read my husband's mind. And same thing, he cannot read what I'm thinking. And you know, there are not a magician that you know you just go and know what you want or what you need. So we need to speak out and tell them. And also, when you have this misunderstanding, always talk to your spouse and forgive them, ask forgiveness if you did wrong before you sleep. Yes, don't go to bed angry. And I also like, like I said, it gives an advice as us wives and husbands. It also gives the children the role and advice. It gives us the role in what we're supposed to do. And I like how it says, children, it always, he doesn't say that whether they be good parents or whatever parents they are, he says, always obey your parents for Jesus, please the Lord. Have to always, they have to always us because we know what's best for our kids and it says father do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged let us make our kids feel loved we should always encourage them so that they won't be discouraged you know there's like a difference with joking around them or being harshly with them or having too much of a high expectation kids always obey your parents okay no matter how old you are obey them because they have more wisdom you could ask wisdom god says Obey your, obey your parents because it pleases the Lord. Like he wants us. We are a child, children of God. He wants us to obey him. Like it says so many times in Proverbs that we might know what's good for us, but God knows what's best for us. Yes. And not only that, you know, this word is not came from our mouth. It's from the mouth of God. And he's talking to us that in order for us to know how uh, in order for us to have a a good relationship to our to our spouse we should know how to submit besides of that you know being a couple is a partnership like you said mahal while ago this is not a relationship that you just give and give or take or take this is a give and take relationship so it's really good that you will know, you know, I always telling about this, like sometimes there is some question that's talking about like, oh, I love him. That's why I do everything for him for, for him or for her to be happy. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's a really good thinking. But I might say that you should know also like how to be loved. Not you love only, but you should also know the feelings to be loved. And I love these uh, kinds, I, I love these verses so much that I even write that also to a sticky note and put to my husband's laptop. So he will always remember that. And also husband, I, all, I will give you an advice. It's really good that, you know, you pick the wife that you really love and never make them cry. You know, you ask their hands to their parents and then you make them cry. Uh-uh, that's not love, okay? You better know how to make them happy too. 
as they give you the happiness right and as as a family right we also like give our partner our children to be a family and that's really a big thing one time i seek an advice and this is what they gave to me i remember this like they told me the husband should need to take care of his wife first it because you know us women are very fragile we are we are weak compared to a man they're strong right they're very strong while us women we are weak and then second just telling like that they're supposed to be knowing especially if you already give them you know children you know just to be pregnant is very hard for women it's very very hard you know the con uh, you conceive and especially when you're already getting birth that baby you know we put one feet on the ground our life is on risk every time and you know they must know about that hardship and of course women don't think about very very like you you, you boast because you have your children and you become like okay like you are already the instead of king of the house you become the king of the house no that's not God want us to be. That's why it's very, very important that we know, right? Even though that our husband is give, giving us everything, he spoiled us, but we should know wife to submit to your, to your husband, right? And of course, husband, you took your wife's hand, so you should love your wife. Make sure yeah. that you actually find time to take them out on a date. Yeah, and that and that's it also. You know, I go to a marriage cover retreat and one of the things that I pick up is husband and wife should have time to themselves. Like if you get like if you date your spouse or your partner when you are dating, that moment will never be gone when you get married. You should continue that. So your love will grow and not fading away. And that's very, very painful to see, right? Because this man or this woman are very in love to each other. After a few more, few more years, you will see they are divorced. They are separated. And court but, your wives, even though you're married, still do some courtship. That's, yes. that's like the Filipino way. It doesn't mean because you're already married that you're not going to court them. Court them, love them, like just the way that you love them the first day that you married each other. Yes, and that's the pastoral advice too. And this pastor is just telling uh, in our couple retreat, never get tired of dated your wife. Man, you just say, husband, never get tired of courting your wife. Yes, never get wife. tired. Yes, never, never get tired. And also, you know, this me and my husband's always like doing like, we say, I love you every time. We say, oh, I yeah. love you. Yeah, I always telling him, we need to say, I love you all the time. So we don't forget that we love each other. And what I love about it is even though my husband is very tired, he makes some time, you know, he makes some time every month to date me. And like I told you a while ago, isn't it like you should, because this is your you and him time. So, you know, you talk, you, you begin to feel like you are in a teenager age again. And I love those. 
And I always tell to my husband, like, I don't know, like, why if I'm with you, I said, why if I'm with you, I feel like I'm a teenager, I said. And my husband said, that's a good one. Okay. You know, because, you know, teenager, when they're in love, you will see how love is, right? But a lot of couples forget about that. Like, sometimes when the husband is tired, from work, he just go there, eat, and sleep. There is no conversation at all anymore. They forgot about asking, wife, did you get tired today? How's your day today? They never, they, they, they already forget asking how's the day of each other, right? And that's why it is very important that even once a month, date your wife. And wife, don't say, ah, oh, not, I just cook at home. I just do this and that first. No, go listen to your husband. Prepare to that date. All right. And that's all the advice I can give as a couple. Do you have anything that you can add? Yes, I got one more. It's also important to always make sure you have lots of laughter. Like I think it's one of, that's definitely one of the reasons why I married my husband. I actually met this married couple. It's been married for a really long time. And they kind of remind me of us because my husband always is make me laugh. And that's always good to always have laughter, say, I love you, have a date night. And I have one more question that I thought that I've always asked our guests. So I guess we better answer them too, right? I might have talked about it from last year. It's last year. So what what advice are you going to give them? Why is it important that you have Christ in the middle of your marriage? For me, it's very, very important, you know. We say as a Christian, we love God first before our spouse. You know, when God told you something, you should go and do that. First priority is God, then your spouse, then your children, then your family. And that's a very important in a couple, a new wedded couple, that put God first to your relationship. Put God in the middle of your relationship because nothing get wrong when God is in your relationship and as a couple especially young couple trials was there and they always telling about like in your first two years or three years or five years that's the time that your your attitude to each other will go out right so if you have like a bad attitude while you're dating and you try to hide that i'm telling you you can't hide that for that long time because you're gonna be together every single day so what i was saying is love you know how to love and know how to forgive like god is god love you so much love your spouse god knows how to forgive you forgive your spouse there's no perfect relationship but always pray for a happy and joyful relationship another is without god it's hard to conquer the triumph every trials that a couple have because god will give you the strength to fight for it i never see some couple in my life yet that you know that get successful to their marriage without god and i can tell that a new couple or new people out there that wanted to, to get married like mahal said even me i pray also for my couple i give what i like to a person and if you commit everything to the lord you know god will answer your prayer and it says on his word that when you seek him first he will 
added everything into you, right? Take him as him and commit to him everything that you do. And he will give you wisdom. He will give you what you asking for. So yeah, so couple, bring Christ to your life. Make him your priority. How about you, Mahal? Why is very important to have Christ in the middle of your relationship? I believe it's really important because even in our own marriage, you know, like we're, we're from the Philippines. So we have a different, you know, we have a different thinking and we have a different belief. And we don't just throw the towel because one of the things that in the Philippines is we don't really believe in divorce. And with my own marriage with my husband, I just have to have faith in Christ. Like I've mentioned before, having Christ in the middle of it, you know that no matter what storms comes your way, no matter what hardship comes your way, that you'll be able to go through it because God is there. God is your cornerstone because you have God to guide you because it didn't say that being a Christian is easy because we're going to have trials, but it makes it better when we have Christ in the middle of our marriage. And of course, it's important to have faith, always hold on to that faith with having Christ. And it's also important to have good, like we said before, good Christian friends like you and I that you can count on. But if you want your marriage to be successful, it's not just going to be you and your spouse. It should be you, Jesus, and your spouse. God have to be in the middle of it because God is the glue that's going to keep you together, not just because and in spite of Whatever happens, he will be in the middle. I encourage everyone also to have your own Bible. There's a lot of things that you will learn on it. And it's a very good thing. You know, you will get a lot of wisdom, how to take care of yourself, how to to be a good wife, right? How to be a good children, how to be a good husband, how to be a good leader, the good follower. Everything is in the Bible. And that's what I love about reading the Bible, the Word of God, because it will give us the knowledge of who is God is. And I'm telling you that if it's not in the Bible, please get away on it. Run as fast as you can. And Inette, I know that our viewers remember that we had my eldest one before in our show and now i have my youngest little girl and she said that she wants to pray with us and she wants to pray to jesus can you pray for us okay thank you god for making everybody my mom and me and everything i love you amen thank you so much Yes, thank you so much. And you just heard a beautiful prayer from my little five-year-old girl who always ends her prayer with, I love you, Jesus. Isn't that so cute and sweet? And besides, so our little special guest who gave us a really sweet prayer, I also want to say thank you, Annette, for doing a wonderful show again with me. And Thank you to everybody who listens to us as well. I think we've said everything. Do you have any other last words? Well, let's see it. Just put everything to the Lord. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things will be added into you. Also, love your wife and wife commit to your husband. Submit to your Amen. husband. Thank you for... For giving us the last words of Matthew 6.33 because we definitely always have to seek God's kingdom. 
Thank you so much for listening to our Valentine's episode. And we pray that you all have a blessed day. And always remember that Valentine's and showing the people you love shouldn't only be one month, a year, or one day in the whole year, but it should be every day. Thank you so much. And now let us bow our heads and come to Jesus and pray together. Our Heavenly Father in Heaven, thank you for this wonderful day that you have given us. Lord, thank you for the words that me and Annette were able to share to the people listening. Lord, I pray that you bless the people that are listening to us right now. And may they always show their love to the people around them. That they show their love to their spouse. And that the spouse shows their love to their kids and the kids would be obedient to their parents. Thank you so much for everything and we lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope you all have a blessed day. Until next time and enjoy this beautiful music that is sponsored by Spotify. Stay blessed and always remember, come to Jesus daily. What the difference is between love that lasts and one that's caving in. It takes more than a feeling if you want to survive in a world that blurs the lines between wrong and right. Trace true love for a compromise. Two old beautiful souls stay with it. And in those times our feelings fade. I'm gonna give you the one thing that makes all the difference. Commitment. Some people say you shouldn't have to change. Somebody should love me. Exactly the way I am And maybe it's true But I'll do whatever it takes To help you realize That I'm in for life To lift you up And lay down my